What's up, design family? Welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you guys back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be looking at my top 10 lessons learned failing in fashion. For this episode, I'll be pulling in from my own personal experiences as well as the experiences of entrepreneurs that I've worked with in this space. Ultimately, I have the privilege of working with thousands of brands over the last five years as a creative director and a fashion designer. And ultimately, I've seen recurring themes. So, if you're looking to start your own brand or you're already knee deep and you've started your own brand and you want to avoid the common pitfalls, well, tune into this episode. You guys are going to learn a ton. What's up, design family? And welcome to Fit Design TV. So glad to have you here. On this channel, we discuss all things sports, fashion, graphic design, manufacturing, and technology. We'll discuss key topics, answer pressing questions, and provide actionable steps on starting your own product line. If you're interested in any of the above topics, stick around. You're in for a good one. My top 10 tenants, how to avoid failure in the fashion business. Number one is move fast. When it comes to creating any sort of business, you need to have momentum behind you. When you take a decision, take it quickly, take it swiftly. You have two decisions. Either you take no decision and you have no idea what the outcome is, or you take a decision and what happens is either positive or negative. If it's a negative decision or a negative outcome, you learn from that. This is an additional data point for you to learn from and to grow from. If it's a positive one, amazing. You get to move forward. So always move fast. Your competitors are doing so. They're moving. So why not you as well? Take it from me. Take it from someone who's worked with these brands before. Move fast. Others are moving at lightning speed and you should as well. Number two, fashion is a capital intensive business. It's a business where cash flow wise, you're having to invest upfront. You're having to put in your cash into the business only to see a return months or even a year down the line. This is something that you have to be well aware of before going in. Don't be blindsided. Do what you need to do. Take out a line of credit. Make sure that you have the necessary investment, but don't be sort of blindsided by the fact that you have to pay X amounts or these invoices on time. At the end of the day, you need to have done the numbers beforehand. Calculate your budgets. Figure out what you need to invest, when you need to invest it, when you expect a return on that investment, and give yourself some breathing room. Number three is going to be product is everything, but at the same time, it's not. I see so many people that have a strong focus on product, and this is something that I was personally focused on as well. I believe that a strong product alone would sell itself. The issue is if people don't have the opportunity to touch, to feel, to see the product, to live the product, then what's the point in having a great product? The internet has allowed us to expand our reach to customers all over the world. At the same time, it's done the same thing for others. It's not only an issue of showing people your product, but also convincing them that this is a product that they want to have in their hands. What's the use of having a great product if no one has ever heard of it? You need to have your marketing on point. You need to be able to convince people that your product is something that they need so that they can actually have the chance to see it in person and to see how great the product is, how great the stitching is, how well the fabric performs, how durable it is. All of this hard work is going to go to waste if no one knows about your product or you haven't convinced them enough to actually want to go ahead and pull the trigger and buy the product the first time. Number four, self-doubt will kill you. Business is a series of decisions. It's a series of never-ending decisions. And it's decisions that ultimately come down to you and how you view yourself and how you view your operation. When you're taking a decision, 
Self-doubt is going to keep you from taking the right decisions. You may doubt your ability to take the right decision, but ultimately, when you doubt yourself, you take no decision at all. And you're going to find yourself in situations where things are not clear-cut. Should you go with X or should you go with Y? The longer you dwell over these things because of a lack of confidence in your ability to pick and choose and to choose the right trajectory, the more opportunities you give yourself to number one, be caught up by the competition or to be laughed by the competition. And number two, this builds up the muscle of self-doubt. Believe me when I say that there is a much larger humanistic component to building a fashion business than there is a technical and logical component. There's going to be days that you don't want to take decisions XYZ, or you don't want to make moves XYZ. And it's especially on those days when you have to make that call, when you have to approve that design, when you have to move forward on that project, that you have to actually move forward on that project. If you don't hold yourself accountable for these milestones, for the day that you need to have the design set, for the day that you have to have the sample set, for the day that you have to have the invoice paid for, well, no one's going to do it for you. That's number one. And number two, you'll find yourself consistently missing these deadlines. A project that should have taken you six months ends up taking you 12 months. At that point, your summer collection is now launching in winter. Number five is going to be success is always a step away. So what does this mean? Especially in fashion. Fashion is not a linear sort of trajectory. You don't put in X and get Y. You find yourself in situations where you're not sure what the next month will bring, whether it's sales, whether it's in your project development, and you can find yourself sort of banging your head against the wall, trying different things in your marketing, trying different things in your product strategy, trying different things, trying different fabrics, and finding that you are getting nowhere. You will never accumulate the success you need or the sort of entry point into the industry that you need without going through these failures. No brand has done it. It may seem that there's ton of these brands that have come up overnight, but I promise you every single one of these, even the biggest brands that you know, the Nikes, the Gymsharks, the athletes, all of them have gone through a tremendous amount of trials and tribulations where honestly, you would be surprised as to why these people have not considered to close down their companies altogether. You would say, what would possess someone to actually go ahead and invest and continue to push despite all of the obstacles, despite all of the setbacks that they're facing? Well, this is because success is always around the corner, except you don't know where that corner is. You're sort of walking around and I liken it to walking through the fog. You have a flashlight, but your flashlight can only show you two meters ahead. But every step you take is getting you closer and closer to where you need to be. The issue is, are you going to walk off a cliff or are you going to walk towards your goal? Your flashlight can only take you two meters ahead. You need to trust in yourself so that you don't stop before it's too late. Number six. Fashion is social. Be an entrepreneur, you must be good with people. To build a business, to build a brand, you must be good with people. You must know how to interact with people. You must understand the importance of cooperation. You can't do anything on your own. Even if you're a solo entrepreneur, you need good suppliers on your side. You need experts on your side. You need people who believe in your vision, who can push your vision. And in order to do this, you need to have a tremendous amount of emotional intelligence. You need to understand the person in front of you. You need to understand how they're feeling on that day. You need to understand what are their motivations? How do you get them on, on your side? How do you motivate them to see what you see? How do you communicate with them in a way that actually gets through not only to their mind, but to their soul? I promise you, if you do not build up that emotional intelligence aspect of who you are, be willing to put yourself out there, be willing to face rejection, 
Be willing for people to tell you, no, this brand is too small. This brand is not what I'm looking for. This XYZ is just not it. Be willing to put yourself in those situations because that is where you will grow. So many people find themselves as entrepreneurs, as solo entrepreneurs, and think to themselves that I can do it on my own. And sure, you may be able to do it, but I promise you, you'll never get to where you need to get to. Number seven, fashion is emotional. Fashion is not logical. We don't need to wear the latest fashions. I don't need to wear what I'm wearing. I don't need to wear the pants I'm wearing. I don't need to wear anything that I'm wearing besides the fact that it has a functional appeal. Why I wear what I wear, why people wear what they wear, is that there's an emotional reaction. It changes the way that they view themselves and the way that they want the world to view themselves. So understanding what emotional need your products are going to be satisfying is going to be the cornerstone of getting through to people. Do not overlook this. Understand your customers. Understand that in order for you to get through them, you really need to pinpoint what is that emotional need? What trigger are you trying to solve? What sort of click are you trying to formulate in their minds? Let's look at sportswear, for example. A really good sportswear, sportswear that performs. Let's look at a brand like Nike, Nike Running. Nike Running has positioned itself as the premier runner's apparel. They've done this because they have a history in running. When you think of Nike running, you think back to all the athletes that have worn Nike running apparel. You think of their successes, you think of the glory that they've achieved and sort of you internalize it for yourself. Even if you're not operating on an Olympic level scale, you sort of look at the many events in your life and you, you look at those as your own trials and tribulations and you look at Nike's apparel as a way for you to get through, as your uniform through that, as your ability to actually take that clothing into channel that energy of people past and to use that for yourself. That's the emotional need that they're feeling, the emotional need of actually finding and wanting more for yourself. So find out what your customers want. Is it they want to portray themselves a certain way to the public? Or is it they want something about themselves to be said without having to say it visually or verbally? Number eight, brand is everything. What is the difference between a plain shirt and a plain black shirt that has a Balenciaga logo on it? Well. Besides $300 and the fact that you'll want to buy the second one, there is brand involved. And it sounds so silly and I see so many people shun this idea of branding, but we are humans. We are not all the same. We look at things subjectively. Not everything is as it seems. Brand is the ability to get through to your customers on an emotional level that transcends logic. You cannot sell your customers on, I am selling you a 100% cotton t-shirt. This cotton t-shirt is made of these seams. Sure, that is interesting to a point to the nerds out there, to the people like me, but ultimately, you want to get through to your customers emotionally. You need to understand that brand is everything. You want people to want what you want or what you're selling. I look at Tom Ford as a phenomenal brand because what they've done is they've set themselves as the premier sort of luxury brand out there. But they do this in very, very subtle ways. Number one, it's the way that Tom Ford himself portrays himself to the public. He does this in a way where he's very suave, he's masculine, he's modern. But at the same time, the products themselves, they sort of give you the essence of Tom Ford himself. You feel that you may be able to capture a little bit of Tom Ford's elegance through your products. They do this through branding. It just changes the way that you feel about yourself on a certain day. This is why we buy anything. We buy anything because we want to bottle up that feeling. We want to get a part of that brand and internalize it in ourselves. So build up a brand, be well known for something and use that to your advantage. Number nine, fashion is technical. Hire experts, do what you do best and let the experts do what they do best. There is no point in you having to figure out what a plain seam is 
what an open seam is, what a French seam is, what's the difference between a basket weave and a plain weave. All of these things, though may sound fascinating, there are people such as myself who have spent years and years and years and honestly hours and hours and hours researching, learning, pushing themselves to become experts in this field to empower people like you to push your own vision to the public. So do not invest your time into things that are not generally to your advantage. Focus on what you do best. I know what I do best. What I do best is I communicate with people. I get through to people. I create a communicative sort of flow that people can understand and can internalize. This is why you're watching this episode. And if you watched this long, thank you so much. And I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart, but understand that you need to focus on what you do best and let the experts do what they do best. I promise you the return on investment of your time will be well worth it. Number 10, fashion is not for the weak hearted. What does this mean? Fashion sounds like a very esoteric, passionate thing, something beautiful, something artistic. It's not fashion is business. There's no point in going into the fashion industry if you don't intend to actually generate a profit. You're going to be wasting your time. Sure, it may be a passion project, but at the end of the day, if you're not able to turn this thing into a functional business with a proper structure, with profitable margins, with a good customer lead channel and good sales delivery after sales service, what you're doing is you're playing around. Fashion is cutthroat. Make no mistake of it. The people that are at the top, these are people that you do not want to mess with. These are people that once you let your foot off the gas, I promise you, they will overtake you in every way, shape, and form. Do not make a mistake about it. This is business. People are always going to be looking out for their brand. They're going to be looking out for the best interest of themselves, their team, and their organization. Do the same for you. It doesn't mean to overpower people. It does not mean to be unethical in your approach, but understand that you need to always be switched on, even on the days that you're not, even on the days that you don't feel like it, even on the days where it just feels much better to stay in bed and you feel tired, you feel sick, you need to get up. You need to do what needs to be done. You need to overcome that emotional side of you in order to press through. If this is something you want to do, believe me, I'm speaking from the heart here. I'm speaking from the heart of someone who, number one, hasn't turned off the camera for a single second. I've been speaking about this nonstop because this is truly internalized. I feel it from my gut. So if this is something that you feel from your gut as well, that is so internal, I promise you, on the days that you feel the worst, these are the days that you have to push the most. Guys, hopefully you've learned a thing or two from this episode. Hopefully, these are lessons that you can carry through with you and you can avoid the mistakes of others. Take this as a, with a grain of salt and let me know which of these 10 points you resonate with the most. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.